0: Uh, I've
1: live streamed before for like an hour and a half and then decided, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't like it. What was, I, what was, you know, I'm just going to jump into it. Hello. Hello. Good morning, friends, and welcome to a hasty podcast. You listen to a hasty podcast. I'm here with a guest, Pinata Time. Hi, Pinata Time.
0: Howdy. I'm Pinata Time. I, uh, shall I go into the spiel of who I am or?
1: Yes, let's absolutely do that. But first, I just want to hear about this live streaming. You tried to live stream and you didn't like it. Why?
0: Because I'm always worried something will go horribly wrong. Because uh, and also considering uh, I've only done it once or twice, uh, not too many people showed up. Enough people showed up, but not too many. And uh, the main priority, the main problem is I'm always afraid something will go horribly wrong. I have it hooked up so it's just streaming my iPad screen. So I'm always afraid some message is going to like pop up that's going to like destroy my entire oh. uh, you know privacy or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> so it's kind of like yeah, I think it's a tech like a technological. Limitation because you're doing it from your tablet or whatever and not yeah i do
0: everything oh you should probably explain
1: well i'm an animator yeah yeah we'll actually introduce you for for realsies now (laughs) no i just i had to hear about this and i didn't want to forget about like you tried streaming i want to talk about that i I don't know i I stream a lot but um yes i
0: had fun with it there's
1: just enough stress (laughs) that it's uh you know that's understandable actually we'll get into that more uh, in a little bit but let's, let's let's really introduce yourselves of course everybody listening I'm Weston Hasty you're listening to a hasty podcast but today more important than me we have a guest it's a very sure. special episode a, a longer one even and I'm here with pinata time uh, I'll let you I'll let you introduce yourself
0: however you like go for it Howdy I'm pinata time I make short cartoons on my YouTube channel called pinata time. Uh, mainly focusing on a series called Space Station Arbitrary, about two astronauts, Ralph and Mac, as they travel through space. Or maybe they don't. Who knows? Space really isn't important. In fact, it's quite arbitrary in the series. Space. Not space.
1: Who cares? You decide. You be the judge.
0: At the beginning of the series, it kind of mattered, and then as it kept going, it's just like, oh, they're at a bowling alley. Oh, they're, like, on Earth? Wait, how does that... But they're not on Earth. Okay. You know, it's just like, I don't know. I stopped caring pretty quickly about keeping things but, like <laughs> Spongebob. Who cares if he's underwater or not? Just have a fire, have a grocery store, whatever, you know?
1: Yeah, the the space thing, right? The space... Uh... I don't know, like, it's just the underlying thread that kind of connects the setting, I guess, but, like, yeah, you're not exactly. tied down to it.
0: Exactly. Right? If I, if I want to do an episode where they're, like, climbing trees for some reason, then, damn it, I'm going to do it. Can I can I curse like that, or am I not allowed? I yeah, you're allowed.
1: I typically <laughs> don't, but, yeah, go for it. Anything.
0: No, <laughs> I didn't mean
1: to. I mean, I'm if you just sorry. start... No, 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 I just mean, like, I, I don't typically, but you're allowed to do anything. That's totally fine. Just don't get... Don't get... That's about it. Don't get That's me canceled as as and I start get. throwing, like, slurs or something.
0: That's about as bad as I get, so don't worry. That's uh, great. Sorry if I did something wrong. No, no,
1: no. No, absolutely not. No, this is this is the podcast, uh, not the uh, not the gaming channel, the streaming channel. I'm not too worried about it. So, honestly, sure. this is the swearing <laughs> thing. Like, it, the only reason it's an issue at all is because, like, YouTube, right?
0: But the podcast guess, isn't just yeah.
1: restricted to YouTube, so it, it really doesn't matter. That's
0: good. I, my whole policy is I kind of want to make, I want to make something like, not, like, my con- if you watch my content, it's really, it's very tame, but I don't think of my content as family friendly or for kids. Not because it's, like, edgy or right. as fair anything, but because, I just, I don't know, I think of it kind of like, um, if anyone knows what Homestar Runner is, you know, they, they, they say crap, they drink beer, they smoke, but they don't do anything worse. So it's not, like, uh, for kids, right. but it's not for, you know, like a teenager could watch it, you know. It's such a shame that, and but I'll say it right now, if anybody I mean, I there that's... There's more media like that, you know, because everything yeah. has to be super edgy or super tame and, you know.
1: Everybody that's listening to this, uh, down the description of wherever you're listening or watching this, there will be a link to Pinata Time's channel. So definitely check that out. You can check out these cartoons so you know what we're talking about here. And I get the vibe that you're talking about with – because it's not like – it's definitely not for kids where it's just like a kid's cartoon. But yeah. you know, it, it, YouTube YouTube's hilarious. It likes to think that if it's not for kids – then it has to be for adults. And if it's for adults, it should be vulgar. Like you should be like, yeah, making like exactly. South parks and stuff or something like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. They also look at like anything that looks drawn and yeah. just assume, yeah, that's for kids. Yeah. That must so I have like, I've once or twice I've had to like, re, re, uh, evaluate my thing or whatever and tell them, no, it's not, don't auto set it for kids. Right.
1: You know? And it wouldn't but, even be yeah. so bad if it weren't for the fact that like YouTube will take away so many of your features if it thinks and it's for kids.
0: Only, and then they'll only advertise it to kids, which makes sense if it is for kids, but right. they're not. So it's, you know sorta of that tough area.
1: You lose your comments, you lose playlists, yeah, you lose yeah. all these exactly. things. I remember checking, this was before the giant COPPA thing happened. I remember getting on to uh, the YouTube Kids app on my phone. I downloaded it for this specific purpose. I'm like, I need to know. I better not show up on this app. I don't do. <laughs> I don't make content for kids. Yeah, so I exactly. go to the app specifically be like, can I look for myself on this app? And I couldn't. I couldn't find myself. I was like, yes. <laughs>
0: That's good.
1: <laughs> yes. Even though I don't swear, YouTube doesn't think I'm quite kid friendly enough to be relegated to the app so yeah exactly but yeah, it's like animated stuff must be so much harder though i'm sorry i said animated stuff must be
0: so much harder though oh, to get by yeah, because they, they always want to assume and like i have nothing against things like south park or family Guy. No. i can enjoy that now and then it's fine it's just not what i'm making and i just don't want it to be like uh all or nothing you know right and it just so it feels this sort like of that. awkward you know it's so hard to hit that nail of uh because i i I watched stuff like what I'm making when I was like twelve. It's very I'm kinda of making the show that I would watch if I was twelve. Um, but I'm also thinking of it for older audiences, you know what I mean? So I don't want I don't want a twelve year old to think, Oh, I can't watch this for any reason. I also don't want a twelve year old to think this is made for me only or something. You know I don't. Right. It gets complicated. There are so few pieces of media that actually bridge that gap because it's either you're either like a Nickelodeon show and like adults can enjoy Nickelodeon shows, but it's technically advertised to kids, or you're like an adult swim show or a Fox show. I wish there was more middle ground.
1: Yeah, and in theory there kinda is, right? But I don't think media sees it that way because you said like twelve, but like if you bumped your like target demographic to say I don't know. 14 year olds, right? You hit that sweet spot of like, it's young, but it's definitely not kids. It's not children, kids, right? They're kids, but they're teenager kids, which is a very different realm because you're very close to that young adult, right? If you're like between 14 and 18, like 18 would be uh, like, it's considered legally adult, but you're young adult. You're like YA content, right? So like, there's this sort of sliding scale of once you like leave the preteens you're kind of like leaving childhood you're moving into the teenager territory and then you enter young adult very quickly and it's interesting that when you have content that is meant to appeal to young adults so say 14 15 16 something like that in that realm you can make content because these are this is the age group of people that are trying to think a little bit bigger right trying to actually take on bigger world concepts so there's a lot of young adult content whether you're talking about, I don't know, romance, politics, geo, like, like, uh, like Earth, pro- like things or whatever, the- these <laughs> yeah. young people are starting to tackle those very same issues that a twenty-year-old would as well. A twenty-year-old might take it with more experience uh, or more knowledge of, of of the world with them into the show or the cartoon, but you're still tackling the same issues in many ways. So you have this sort of sliding scale that you could possibly target with X, Y. Uh, issues, But in terms of media, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's treated that, especially not on YouTube anyway. You don't have a sliding scale of, oh, I'm targeting young adults, right? It's just like, is it targeting no, adults or is it targeting children? It's like, but but like the whole like 13 to 18 category is young adult, right? It's or like, or close I, to it.
0: Yeah. I, I just think of my stuff as like a TV PG, right? Like Kind of yeah. like The Simpsons maybe. You know, where it's like if a 12 year old watches it, yeah, go nuts. But I'm also, I'm in my young 20s. I'm designing it for anyone. For anyone, really. You know? I don't know. Simpsons, I, I feel also like, is a good I example. The term family friendly, because that immediately makes it sound like it's less than it is. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it used to not be that way, because it used to be. You know, there used to be child friendly and then there was like family friendly, which meant the whole family could watch it. But now it feels like if you say family friendly, it's like, oh, it's for kids. No, it's just okay.
0: It's like it's like like, I feel like and I wish this isn't how it worked. I'm just using this as an example. Yeah, sadly, this is kind of how it does work. People look at things like uh, Cartoon Network shows like we'll say regular show or something. Yeah, And they say, if you're in your 40s and you have a 10 year old who watches it, you'll probably watch it and like it. But if if you're in your 30s and you don't have any kids, you're probably going to say, oh, that's for kids. I'm not going to watch it. I wish my thing is designed for anyone. And I truly mean that in you could be a 30 year old living by yourself. And like my show, you could be a 12 year old who just happened to stumble across it. And it's probably not going to be that bad for you. It's just sort of that nice middle ground. They smoke, you know, they (sighs) they do very, very like cursing. I don't endorse smoking or anything, but I also it's not for kids, you know, I don't know.
1: Again, yeah, you're, because they're you know, you, that's the difference between typically, I think, uh, content targeting children and content targeting not not children, right? Is that uh, the art? The older you target your audience, the more you're comfortable as a creator to represent real life as it yes, is, as exactly. opposed to how it's been idealized. So for children, everything's squeaky clean. The world's a happy place, and that kind of thing. Because you're trying to give. Children, if you're creating children's content, you're trying to give them an optimistic view on what the world is and what you want it to be, etc. Right. The whole the, the, they have the entirety of their future to discover that real life is a little bit more complicated and hairy and all that kind of stuff. They're, they're still young. Yeah. Children, you're not trying to overwhelm them with enormous concepts. You're just trying to start simply. But then as you sort of target an older audience, people smoke. So pretending smoking doesn't exist doesn't yeah, help them. Exactly. People swear. Pretending swearing doesn't exist doesn't help them. People drink. Pretending drinking doesn't happen doesn't help them, etc. And again, the older you get, the bigger the concepts you can tackle. Um,
0: and, and, you know, I have nothing against uh, per se kids shows, whatever you want to call it. Some of my favorite shows ever are, per you know, Cartoon Network shows and stuff. So I have nothing against that. Some of the deepest stuff you'll find could be in, in children's media, per se children's media, like Peanuts or... Uh, you know, other media that handles more emotional-based topics, things that aren't inappropriate, but things that other uh, shows might not be willing to go to, you know? Yeah. And my show isn't that, just to be clear. For anyone <laughs> trying to see my show, it's a goofy, wacky time that's completely silly and um not meant to be taken seriously at all. Uh, It's just a full-on comedy. It's very akin to things like uh, Cartoon Network shows, but with a, a little more bite, I guess. I don't know.
1: And like you said, you were kind of like you mentioned, homestar runner, and uh, like in terms of like the art style, right? Like, I, I get the I get that like, um, what am I looking for? Like that sort of home brewed feeling. That yeah, obviously, it's like
0: like three people are making this in their basement. That's what you know. That's what it is.
1: And I think that's really fun. And I don't think you see a lot of that. Uh, I mean, I don't run across it on YouTube so yeah. much anymore. Something that kind of looks and feels like. Kind of like something that was made a, much, much uh, longer ago than it, it is, but...
0: Yeah, you know, I'm, do you, so you know what Homestar Runner is? Cause... I do know
1: what it is. I never got into it when it was, like, in its prime, because I didn't right. actually have internet <laughs> then. <laughs> so I, I, didn't, I didn't get into it when it's prime, but I, I do know what it is, yeah.
0: It's, like, the perfect example of what I'm going for, which is to say, like I said, they smoke they they drink. But I was watching Homestar Runner when I was, like, nine years old... And it wasn't bad for me at all, because it really wasn't, it's not that bad. But no one would ever say, oh, it's a kid's property either. I wish there was, there's so few examples of things like that. I wish we had more things like that.
1: And there might be, but it's so, like, I I don't know if it's just hard to find. I don't know if it's just not well represented, but. I
0: think it's because networks are trying so hard now to uh, separate what age group they go for because they got to they got to appeal to that uh 12 to to 7 demographic so they can t- sell toys or they got a yeah. uh they got to appeal to that 20 to 30-year-old demographic so they can uh sell the merchandise to the uh, the t-shirts and stuff you know it's uh if if they get if they find out oh a lot of kids are watching our show well our network isn't for kids so too bad canceled even if it's doing well you know or whatever
1: That's an interesting point too especially when you're talking about like network television or whatever that there's really so much happy- wrapped up in
0: toys and merchandise i'm really happy we're in the internet age where anyone can make anything yeah it's a little tougher now because everyone is making everything you know it does feel that way i'm pretty confident i may i'm not trying to sound cocky at all no but if i was doing this show the show i'm currently making in 2002 i would have a whole lot more people watching me now only because content like this is was so much rarer back then yeah Now everyone, anyone with an iPad can animate, and it's a double-edged sword. It's like, that's great, it's wonderful, everyone can follow their dreams. But also, if everyone's following their dreams, then no one's going to be noticed, you know? And it's...
1: I I absolutely understand that feeling, and I just don't know how much I... Maybe whether or not I don't believe that or don't want to believe that as someone who also creates stuff on the internet, you know? But... um,
0: yeah, that's it, what I'm saying to everyone out there. Don't even bother now. That's what I'm
1: saying. On the one hand, I, I I understand what you're saying. If you were making your cartoon in 2002, when like this was just not a thing people did, so you had a um, much less competition, you would stand yeah. out a lot more, and that is awfully true. But people are of a lot caveats. more willing
0: to take this stuff. Yeah. Because now, a lot of animation now is story time. And I have nothing against storytime animation. I watch a no. lot of story time animation. But that's just not what I want to make. I, right. I miss the days of uh, Homestar and Ed's World and other fully sort of uh, series-type online shows.
1: And what I will say, though, is that back then, uh, like if you took this show back to 2002, you'd probably get... You'd stand out more. But you'd stand out to such a smaller audience because the audience the people that were watching this kind of content which back at the time to- at the time felt like oh my god there's so many people watching but like if you had I don't know a thousand followers or whatever on uh on Newgrounds I don't remember how that worked. it's called <laughs> followers still, or whatever
0: but... I still upload to Newgrounds because they're how still up, so I figure they are and that's up. honestly where, that's where I get a lot of comments from random people because that is a place where animation thrives still luckily
1: Newgrounds, well, it's because I think Newgrounds users that are still using Newgrounds to this day are just really passionate people.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so whereas
1: like on YouTube you have a lot of people just passing by, right? Because, you know, everybody's on YouTube. But
0: that's- it's That's true. If I get if I get a good comment on YouTube, it's like Good job. If I get a good comment on Newgrounds, it's like, well, I love the animation in this part and the particular scene and the writing of this part. This part could've maybe used a little more, work, but they're like a whole lot more dedicated to the actual craft, which I appreciate. So I, I, I not that I don't like YouTube, YouTube's great. Um But, you know, why not both? (laughs) Well,
1: yeah, no, that's just it. Like, honestly, if you can and, like, it makes sense for what you make, then, yeah, you should diversify where you put all your stuff always you know yeah. so like if you if you make cartoons it's like well you aren't limited to youtube go to all the places that will accept cartoons so like in new grounds and i don't know where else personally but like anyway i can't
0: think of any other i think albino sheep died a long time ago
1: albino sheep i don't know anything about it so yeah so, so
0: someone out there hearing that will be like oh my god i haven't thought about albino sheep in thirty years. it was like a new grounds really it was just a new grounds clone I
1: know uh, with my, st- I've experimented with doing gaming content. I've experimented with posting to several places in the past that never panned out for me, but it's always worth trying, right? I've uploaded yeah. to Daily Motion. I uploaded to VidMe before VidMe kicks the bucket. You know, I put my stuff everywhere that I can just to see what sticks. You know, and. Nothing has really YouTube, for, especially for gaming. It's because if you're making videos, it's kind of going to be YouTube or nothing if you're streaming, you know, Twitch or YouTube, whatever. But if you're not doing gaming like I am, if you're doing literally anything else, go ahead and just put your content anywhere you can and see what sticks. Who knows?
0: One of the very few memories I have, you just reminded me of Daily Motion. One of the very yeah. few memories is of me bootlegging TV shows and burning them onto DVD when I was younger, burning them from, like from uh, Daily, Daily Motion. Yeah, because people would upload full episodes of shows. And when I was a kid, I was a little smart, smart little jerk with a computer. And I used to burn homemade DVDs of stuff. It was really funny. All these memories coming back now.
1: I mean, there is definitely an age, I think, uh, where you discover that pirating is possible and not hard to do.
0: Yes. <laughs> where, yeah, it's especially like, if you care enough. And at like, the time, when you're a kid and the stuff you want to watch is like... Uh, random cartoon shows that your parents are like, well, we're not going to waste the money on buying you episodes of shows. No, y- you
1: find a way, you know, <laughs> find a way. It's like, I want to watch this show. My parents said no, and, but I have access to the internet. So I'm about to become a high seas pirate. Cause I'm going to get this stuff.
0: It really, it really was like that back in the day, man. Uh, it reminds me, um kind of off subject, but another thing I miss, I'm happy the internet exists. I'm happy all this stuff. One thing I do miss about cable back in the day is in the nineties and the eighties, They were so willing to experiment, you know. You could turn on a channel and watch something and be like, "What the crap did I just (sighs) see?" and then never see it ever again. Because back in the day, they would any network would just be like willing to try any weird. I'm thinking of this from animation's perspective. They'd say, "What is this weird? What is this weird thing?" A little bumper on Nickelodeon. Okay, well, sure, we'll just buy it and air it in between shows. Then some guy, 20 years later, will be like, "Do you remember this weird short with this like turkey that was walking around?" Like, it's just weird. Networks nowadays are so sterile and so afraid to do something that might uh, disrupt their views that they're never willing to experiment anymore, and that's something I do miss.
1: Yeah, I can't. I can't speak for the '80s. To I, to my knowledge, I don't think I don't know if I know a lot of '80s cartoons, but in my head, I still remember the '90s cartoons of like the the uh, scary monsters, angry beavers. Uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Red and Stimpy, 20s. all this weird, weird stuff that I just don't think you see replicated anymore.
0: But it's not even just the TV shows because, like those, those have been preserved; those are out on DVD. I'm yeah. talking about things that had like five episodes aired once and then disappeared forever, and some guy vaguely remembers half a plot, or maybe has an episode recorded on a VHS that they found in their closet. You know, and all these weird stories. There's an art to this sort of lost, uh, lost stuff that networks nowadays aren't willing to be weird and experimental with stuff anymore and and just play something weird. Uh, That's something I I think is missed. But I also understand why that's gone because cable in general is just gone. So there's really no home for that anymore. (laughs) Cut the cord. Yeah,
1: I don't see anyone experimenting with short runs of series. I mean, like if if a network or cable or whatever once a program wants to run a series of something, they want it to sell. Like they want it to make all the money. like all at once so it's like we're not going to run a short experimental show because it's not going to like make any merchandise sales or whatever but like like again i don't i i don't know the last time i've watched tv it's been years i don't watch tv anymore i don't know what because you mentioned cartoon network i don't know what cartoon network does anymore once upon (laughs) a time i did i don't know now i don't know what nickelodeon's up to i don't know what any of them are doing
0: nickelodeon last i checked is making more spongebob and nothing else
1: Spongebob will not die. I mean, Spongebob is a great show. Don't get me wrong. I don't have a clue
0: what the new ones are like. It's a great show, but oh my God. It's not bad. bad. Um, I will say since this got brought up, uh, Nickelodeon has this thing, and they've been doing this for like 10 years now. Nickelodeon has this weird thing. It isn't like official per se, but it's pretty obvious. They have this thing where they'll put out a new show for a season, and if it doesn't do as well as Spongebob, view-wise, they just cancel it. Nothing will ever do as well as Spongebob. Nothing will do that good. Spongebob didn't do that good in season one. Season one, it wasn't that highly viewed of a show. It was season two when things started going off the ground. Obviously, a new thing isn't going to be that popular, but that's why there's so many shows. You'll look through wikipedia page go i don't remember any of these shows they must have all been failures and it's like i guess they were because they weren't as big as spongebob
1: yeah failures relative to spongebob but i mean that's like literally throwing up anybody against the literal titan of nickelodeon
0: i've thought about that what is the most popular cartoon character ever mickey mouse bugs bunny spongebob homer simpson what is the Snoopy, Scooby Doo. What is the most popular? Garfield, maybe. You know, I've thought about this. I wonder if you did a poll all around the world and asked them what what is the most. What do you think the most popular character is? What would they respond with? You know,
1: that would be really interesting. I I did find out. I don't think it's Garfield, but I did find out that Garfield is a lot bigger than I gave it credit for. I was watching (laughs) a video about Garfield, and it's literally like a billion dollar cartoon, like annually. uh... Like, annually, yeah. the Garfield yeah. license makes a yeah. billion dollars or something. I'm like, Whoa, still? Still?
0: Top, it's so old. And that's that's international. Three. Oh, pardon me. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, and
1: that's internationally, too. Garfield's it's so big. popular,
0: man. I, love, I grew up on Garfield cartoons. I, I did, too. Love
1: I loved Garfield. Garfield.
0: It Garfield and Friends, do you remember? I don't remember uh, Garfield and Friends. I, I mean,
1: I, I say I grew up on Garfield. I didn't grow up on the Garfield right. cartoons. I grew up on the Garfield comic strips, I should yeah, say. Yeah, oh, I remember same. watching the comic I had a couple of their books.
0: Yeah, but. I had some of the specials on DVD and videotape and stuff, and I'd watch those so much. Um it's it's the most popular comic strips financially. It's Garfield is number one, Peanuts is number two, and then way below those two is Dilbert, if anyone remembers. I remember Dilbert.
1: Dilbert. I love Dilbert.
0: Oh man. I haven't I haven't read a Dilbert comic strip probably ever in my life. Like ever? once or twice man I, it's I, a I, it's I, an acquired sure, taste I'm sure, but <laughs> i'm sure i read like 15 and it's not because i disliked it but it's just i don't know i don't work in an office so i have no relation to it i've tried watching <laughs> there was a dilbert show do you remember this there wa- i never watched it but there was it's not very good i can't <laughs> imagine it's it's kind of boring it's uh it would be yeah um i have it sitting on my dvd shop i have a lot of dvd i collect dvds um so i even if i think a show is like super average i'll be like cheap enough i'll buy it put it on my show get it on a... sale is there a blu-ray
1: yeah i want much. the
0: dilbert blu-ray the dilbert blu-ray
1: <laughs> no one else has yeah. bought one
0: <laughs> yeah right. there's ever one of time. i own the one and only dilbert blu-ray yeah i you know it's funny man there's there's so few i can you know i mean there's there's enough but I love animation so much and I love stuff that uh as much as I like the Cartoon Network and stuff, I also like things like Fox and uh back when Warner Brothers would have some cartoons that were yeah. for the prime time and you know stuff like that.
1: I can't remember like what did I used to
0: watch? I had, like WB Kids or whatever had Yu-Gi-Oh yes. on it. <laughs> I know. I'm pretty knowledgeable about obscure animation, so if you ever came to me like, what was this show where like uh you know these people they uh they had a baby and they, they had really big noses and they like they like they, they, they went through daily life i think i saw it once on the wb I'm like that's baby blues and they would be like okay you know i just
1: <laughs> i don't even remember what i used to watch it's so dumb <laughs> i don't it's just colors on a screen it's all it's just lost to history now yeah. and then like i'll probably see like a screenshot of some old cartoon and be like wait a minute i feel like i've seen this
0: right yeah i watched so much tv and still do i watch too much tv if anything i feel like uh I feel like gex where he just did nothing but quote television shows and everyone hated him
1: gex is one that i missed out on i f- think i almost i almost got a gex game game uh once like at a it wasn't a GameStop it was but it was basically a GameStop competitor before they would tanked and it was between like get like i was between getting gex or another game called vex yes vex. and we got vex. Was vex vex was I'm trying the, to remember it's I, I don't even remember it was just the game where you played like as of this little like i remember him being vaguely like tribal or something i I forget what it looked like because i remember you fight like this naked sumo in like the first level like straight naked (laughs) oh that's great or something like it was a very weird art style i don't think tribal is the right word at all but i do not i have to look it up i think it's vex with two x's i'm trying to look it up vex game oh yeah because you he's like a little wolverine cat clawed thing character i'm trying 2003 this game came out Oh, was that
0: for the xbox
1: uh, I think it. I think I've got it on the PlayStation Two. Yeah, it was out oh, on Xbox okay. and on the GameCube.
0: I'd have to look it up. I don't remember this. 63 percent on Metacritic. Oh, I know. See, I never played. I never played Gex either. A lot of my knowledge of like weird, obscure things is from like people talking about it, like making reviews or bringing it up. And I just collected it all in my head. So if anyone ever had a question about anything, I could just, you know. (laughs) Isn't
1: it funny how you watch, like if you watch enough reviews or comedy or whatever about like a certain game or something on YouTube, you feel like you've played it. Like you feel like you have an opinion about it, even though you've never played it.
0: Exactly. And that's the same for TV shows too. Like I I watch so many uh, YouTubers who talk about animation and stuff that I just know such obscure things. And yeah, I'd be like, I've never seen it, but I know of
1: it, you know. I know of it, and I have a for some reason a passionate opinion about this thing that I've never watched myself.
0: I uh I once got a text from a family member saying, Was there ever was there ever a Doctor Zeus special that was like the Grinch but it was Halloween? And I replied, Grinch Night was a 1977 special. Blah blah blah, like this long thing. It was just, you know, I don't know. I just know all this garbage. It's stuck it was, in my head. It was a Halloween Grinch. Yes, called Grinch Night. It was from like 1980 or something, and it was Grinch about Grinch Night. Uh, yes, it was a prequel to the Grinch, and it was about uh, how Grinch on Halloween Night goes out and terrorizes the 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 Who's.
1: I'd never heard of this. That is nobody hilarious. had
0: hey if anybody out there if you want to watch an experimental 70s piece of animation check out dr zeus the Huber blue highway 30 minute special you can thank me later it's got great (laughs) colorful animation go check it out anyway (laughs)
1: i'll have to go back and try to find that actually see if i can There's all
0: these weird there's all these weird things man uh i was at a I, i also collect vhs tapes i was at a thrift store And I asked the employees there, "Could I? do you have any more VHS tapes in the back? I'd love to look at all of them. And they were like, yeah, we actually do, if you want to go look. So me and an employee walked back there, and as I was going through a stack of tapes, I found a a Charlie Brown special. And I got excited, and he goes, oh, what'd you find? I said, oh, uh, it's an old 70s cartoon special. I really like those. And he was like, Everyone's got to have their thing. He's just like... <laughs> He's like, all right. Like, okay, people Dude. like you exist, okay. <laughs> if anything,
1: you should just be more excited
0: that you're about to take a bunch of VHS tapes off his hands. Right, that's true, yeah. This has been going on for 30 minutes, and and, I've, and I haven't I have shut up. Do you have any questions for me? I can, I can let you do the actual podcast. <laughs> this is the actual podcast. Listen, it's just a conversation
1: about cartoons and stuff, I guess. <laughs>
0: that's what it's become. <laughs> I've...
1: Look, I'm not a. This isn't a very formal podcast. I, 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 don't know the first thing about running. Like, I don't know an interview. And I think like the best way to get to know someone is just what, what are you, what are you passionate about? Let's talk about that thing.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I, I think s- I made it pretty clear. I like weird, obscure media and cartoons. So it's there great. You
1: go. It's great to talk to people about what they're passionate about because it, it, it would be dumb if I sat here and like forced you to talk about something that you have no in like, so. What? What's your favorite brand of sock?
0: Oh, dude, I love the <laughs> socks you get at Costco. They fit real well.
1: Let's talk about Costco for the next 12 minutes and see if we can pull that
0: off. What, what's Costco. your favorite thing about Costco? I've, n- I've never been in a Costco. I like, you've <laughs> never been in a Costco? Count yourself lucky, kid. I've been going to Costco's all my life, and I got to tell you, crowded loud, long lines, and horribly annoying.
1: Really? We just yeah. got a Costco uh, in my area. We didn't have a Costco before, but and we just got, got one in the pizza. area.
0: Pizza's really good. You could get a pizza.
1: Okay, so now we, okay, we can talk about it's pizza. It's giant.
0: Yeah, it's re- they're really big. I, that's, how, that's how I want my pizza is big. What, what's your favorite <laughs> not Costco pizza? Uh, Wegmans used to have really good pizza, and then they changed their uh, style of pizza, and it became horrible rigmans is that what you said wegmans have you heard of wegmans i've i've not no a grocery store they were kind of uh hold on what was that that just popped at the screen did you see that where there's a red bar at the top it said a red bar and then something else i couldn't read it before oh, read
1: apparently our connection uh tanked for like a second but i didn't oh, hear, okay. i didn't hear anything go wrong so i guess it's
0: okay. all right don't worry about it Wegmans they're like a grocery store but they're kind of like a frou-frou fancy like a new age grocery store I don't know how to describe them kind of like they're also pretty annoying if I'm being honest I just want a simple I want a normal experience that you know flickering lights in the ceiling and playing (laughs) songs from the 90s I want a normal grocery experience I'm not special or fancy I like I like to feel very simple I don't know (laughs) I don't know about the flickering
1: lights, but I mean, if it's sitting there playing, I don't know, like alternative rock nineties, then I'm down.
0: I've heard, um, (laughs) once I heard one of my favorite songs at my local grocery store, I got really excited, uh, that they still played, um, bare naked ladies, pinch me. That's the song. It's uh, a Naked ladies song, pinch me. Um, I just heard it over the last year. I was like, Oh my goodness. They're actually playing my favorite song. (laughs) The nineties was so long ago now. (laughs) <laughs> I, it's funny, man. You know, I didn't grow up in the '90s. Truth be told, but I absorbed so much of the media from it from watching, like I said, YouTube videos and mm-hmm. and history videos. I watched a two-hour video about the UPN network. A very good video, by the way. If you like learning about obscure networks, as I've already established, I
1: don't know if I um, UPN network. I don't know if I know that one. I need you, to Google it. You real remember
0: quick. UPN? It was like the you remember the WB network? Yes. Okay, so UPN and WB, they were two networks, coexisted, they both were horrible in views, they both disintegrated low enough that they said, let's join forces, and they became the CW.
1: I see that now, yeah, it was replaced by the CW, so it was before the CW, okay, I probably just don't remember UPN. I probably Probably, watched it a little.
0: They actually, um, they were the network that had my favorite show. For five episodes, um, the show was, have you heard of Home Movies? Home Movies? Yeah. The what? show Home Movies. It's an animated show. Um, it's my favorite show ever. They ran it for 5 episodes, canceled it for low views, and then Adult Swim picked it up again, ran it for 4 more seasons.
1: For 4 more seasons. That's hilarious. Yeah. No, I don't so, think
0: I know. I don't think I have heard of it. That or yeah. I have blacked it out in my memory, I don't know. That's possible. Um it's it's one of my favorite shows. It's very my sense of humor it's about a kid who makes home movies but he also has some life problems he's uh has just a single mom he goes to soccer practice with a drunken crazed sort of man uh but you know it's all cool it's all comedy it's all fun um but it's very dialogue based it's very they more or less just sit around and talk there's very little going on you know okay Um, it's not really like my own cartoons but if i could make my dream cartoon i'd probably make a show like home movies
1: That could be one of your side projects when you're not working on uh, Space Station Arbitrary. You can I will
0: say the the art style of Space Station Arbitrary was heavily uh, inspired by home movies. So if you look it up, you'd probably go, oh, yeah, they kind of look like your characters.
1: I wonder if home movies got canceled specifically because it sounded too close to like, you know, home, like what was the funniest home videos or something. Right, because that's what I thought you were going to say. It was about was like just making home movies, but it's like, oh no, this is just a a
0: show. Okay, technically, it is about a kid who makes home movies, but you know, it's a plot. You know, right (laughs) with a plot, not just home movies. Yeah, but um, no, it was canceled. What's funny is I remember watching an interview with the creators, and they said it was canceled for low views. But if a show got the views it got today, a network would be insanely excited about it because. Views have just gone down so far that even the views back then what was considered abysmal now is considered like impressive to play really? in, you know. So
1: that's that's wild because it just seems like but I guess not. Like I don't I guess I don't know what the numbers are for I don't know, in, in given given any T V network, what the yeah, numbers the Oscars- are today compared to like the nineties.
0: What did the Oscars get this year? It was like really low, right? <laughs> I don't remember.
1: Uh, I knew I could have told you before it aired that it was not going to do well. Oscars, yeah, twenty twenty one viewership. Let's find out
0: who watches that stuff. You
1: know, I haven't watched it in so long. Ten point four million people watching. That's more than I thought. Which is apparently a fifty six percent drop from the twenty three point six million viewers from last year. So, like, literally no. more than half or less than, excuse me, less than half of what they had last year.
0: I'm surprised it's getting that many views, if I'm being honest.
1: Well, I think it's still just, like, you know, TV diehards, people that, yeah. you know, it's the thing that they watch every year. And they, so they tuned in that, you know, they're they they they're not the ones that are, like, on social media where everyone's just lambasting Oscar the Oscars
0: all the time. But. it's like it's like the super bowl i used to tune into the super bowl not because i liked sports but because i loved all the commercials, the commercials. you know that's what i but was in last, it for the last few years their commercials were so bad that when we dropped cable i'm like okay i don't care anymore well, you it, know
1: even if you wanted to watch for the commercials and you liked the commercials or whatever they were on youtube the next day
0: mm-hmm. so like commercials they're kind of similar to me with TV shows where commercials are kind of like an art form that could air once or twice and then be completely forgotten about. So I always think it's interesting to find, sometimes I'll just search commercials 1993 and then just find weird commercials for fun or any other year, you know, and it's really fun to just find these weird things for local businesses. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. I think that's another art form that died and understandably, but I think it's fun to find weird commercials
1: yeah i th- i think that is like especially just the old campy commercials yeah like 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 i don't know some guy that owns a grocery store or something or a hardware store making a commercial yeah, to run tv exactly. and it's, it's just that guy i i think that's a, pretty dead except maybe in really small rural communities that run like you know local tv they 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 might still do that or what i don't watch tv anymore so i don't know yeah.
0: but there's a great commercial uh you can find it on twitter it's an old like car insurance commercial and this guy is walking through a dump of cars and he's like, you can, you can call me, blah, 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 and I'll help you with your problem. And then a car from the sky I'm assuming unintentionally from the pile, falls nearly hitting him and he just keeps walking and doing his bit. <laughs> like nothing happened. I hope it's scripted,
1: but also part of me hopes that this man is just I hope it's that big scripted. a man. He's a just amazing. like, no, I'm not going to react to this.
0: Yeah, and he was totally okay, you know, so it's just like, what the did i just watch you know it's just so weird to find these things or you'll find like a a weird pizza commercial with like weird and inappropriate jokes because it's a local commercial so i guess they thought they could do that and you're just like why did this air next to like you know saturday morning cartoons it's so weird
1: <laughs> oh the things you could get away with because no one expected it to end up on the internet to be scrutinized <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's so funny, man. You know, that's how so many people felt about it. I always listen to DVD commentaries, and, they're, you know, like, Simpson commentaries. They'll be like, oh, yeah, there was a mistake here, but we didn't think someone would be analyzing it 30 years later, freeze-framing every second, you know? Yeah. true. That's what I do. <laughs>
1: That's like when you watch those like compilation, I don't watch a lot of these, but you'll watch a compilation of animation errors in like movies I and stuff.
0: love animation errors. Oh my goodness. Not because, not for a disrespectful reason, because as an animator, right. yeah. there are so many mistakes in my own work. I watch them just out of interest. I think they're fun to point out, especially if you can like understand how it happened. Like, oh, mm-hmm. this thing was moving here, so they accidentally miscolored his arm or something, you know? Um, I-, I love that stuff.
1: Yeah, especially as someone who like like you were saying since you do animation and you can kind of like figure out why they did what they did i think that makes it more inter like as a casual a casual person might just go haha funny and but like if you're someone that creates it you're like oh okay i can actually like i don't know relate to it or use it or i think it makes it more interesting as opposed to just entertaining
0: no it's i mean it's also interesting especially if if it's old cell do you know what a cell is cell animation right yes i mean i you know, know like yeah. at the vaguest degree because i right. don't animate but yes sometimes i'll say that to people and they'll be like what's a what the heck is that so it's interesting that's old cell animations because everyone had to hand paint every drawing and hand color every drawing so when there's a little mistake it's not only understandable but sometimes you could determine like oh yeah they just accidentally colored this the same color as the thing next to him so it makes oh. sense you know, it's just interesting to look at, or or oh, they mislayered this, accidentally putting the character's head above their mouth or something. You know, it's just uh, it's fun to look at.
1: God, you know, like since you mentioned like the cell anime, like the fact that animation is just even possible just kind of blows my mind, right?
0: I don't know how people <laughs> in I don't know how people in the '90s, let alone like the '30s, bothered with it. I I feel tired and like it takes forever on an iPad and that's like a miracle from god yeah. compared to how they did it in the 90s. In the 90s, they'd send they'd send the they'd send the rough to a studio who would then draw a rough but like a fully moving rough. They would then send that rough to Korea to digit to the, not digitally to to color it on cells now, tracing the uh, rough outline. They'd send that back and then redo some of it cuz they just naturally make mistakes not speaking the same language and stuff, a little bit of oversights. And they just go back and forth with this until everything was good enough. It's so wild, you know?
1: It really is. Like, the entire chain of... The the entire process. I don't... I'll just say it again. It's a miracle that it even happens at all. Like, what you were saying, like, with a tablet. Like, doing it digitally from a tablet or whatever. Like, that is the easiest it's ever been, ever. But, like...
0: And yet it still feels like so much work, you know, more, so yeah, more
1: traditional animation. It just takes that workload that you can do digitally and just says, you know what, how
0: about we do the same thing, but like a thousand a times more work. million times harder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I have a few animation cells hanging up behind me. I think they're really fun to collect. Yeah. Um, if you can get them at a good price. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're like art pieces, you know, I framed them. I put them on my wall. They're pieces I mean, of history,
1: you know? They pretty, I mean, yeah. Cause the, it's art on a cell. It's not what you might typically think. Like if someone says art, you might think, I don't know, landscape painting or something, but yeah. you know, it literally is someone did art on a cell and it, it's, it kind of is art. It's kind of a niche art form,
0: but I mean, that's everything. There's so many right? people back in the day, um, all these studios, when they were done with a cartoon, a lot of the times they just throw it away the cells cuz who would want them they think right. you know so they just burn them or toss them in a, a you know fire whatever and it's just crazy to me to think about how much art is missing and obviously you can't save every cell i understand but yes you, you can know, it's, uh, it's a shame when it's intentionally destroyed as opposed to yeah. given out to those who would enjoy it you know
1: it just seems so and I think it's because everything's digitized now, so everything is so easy to archive. It just needs to end up on a hard drive somewhere or on a server really? somewhere, right? Everything's so easily archivable that it just seems like such a shame say, that people didn't foresee that in the past to archive all these works that people want want to partake in now for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, I will say uh, not everything is fully digital. Uh, there is actually, from my understanding, they still do the rough on traditional paper and then scan all those papers into a digital computer to do the final. So there is still a lot of paper going around, but not as much celluloids.
1: Cer- yes, yeah, certainly less. I couldn't speak to like how much is still done traditionally and how much is done digitally. But
0: I don't think anything is done. Cells. I think the last TV show was Ed, Ed and Eddie to ever use cells I loved, from what I've heard. Loved Ed, Ed and Eddie and that was like 2005. I didn't I never watched that and Eddie, you know?
1: It's one of my funny. favorite cartoons.
0: What's funny is I remember uh when I was really young, my parents wouldn't let me watch it cuz they're like all of them are mean and they bully each other. You can't watch that. It's and then by violent. the time I was old enough to like revisit these shows, I just I kept thinking, oh yeah, they didn't like that one, so I guess I just won't bother. So I never bothered watching it or not bothered, but I never and I've got around to and Eddie.
1: I mean, and I think you, I think you would appreciate, especially since the I like I think you will appreciate it because you like
0: cartoons it's so and cool
1: you animate. So I think you have an appreciation for art. The art style is
0: like just so unique. I love their tongues are blue and they wiggle. They never stand still. They're always moving around. And yeah, the way that
1: their bodies kind of like shift and morph with whatever the context needs, like the, like their tongues will turn giant and huge, or they'll stub their toe and their foot turns gigantic, or whatever. I think the I, I don't sound know. effects, the oh. sound
0: effects are so well done.
1: The sound design in Ed Ed and Eddie is nearly a pro- like. I don't. I can't think of another example. It is just nearly unmatched. They went hard on sound. If you actually take the time to like pick apart everything, it's like oh, they went hard on sound design
0: in this show. I feel like an episode would still be entertaining if they took out the dialogue track and just left the animation with the sound effects. You'd still be like, at all, you know?
1: I feel like you could probably pull it off, yeah. I think you I lose probably a lot of context,
0: but... I have watch it but I it never it. Ever got around to it, yeah. I, uh... When I think about just, like, visual, like, beauty of animation, there's... I don't... I don't... I think of things like Futurama. Futurama had really good animation. They moved around yeah. very smoothly. I think of, um... They didn't move around too smoothly, but I really like the art style of something like Schoolhouse Rock, if you know what that is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, there's just little things like that. Um, I don't care for Flash. Do you know what Flash animation is? I don't care for Flash too much. I mean, it depends on who
1: was doing the Flash animation, but Flash exactly. has its limitations, for sure. And you could usually, if you were looking at a Flash animation, you knew you were looking at a Flash animation.
0: Flash animation has gotten so good now that it's harder to tell, but I, I just, I like it when the character... My, my biggest gripe with a... And with animation of any show or whatever is when the character looks the same in every shot. I want them to look a little varied. They should express a little more. Um, you know, something like... Uh, what's a what's a good example of... Um, as much as I like Bob's Burgers, they're pretty stiff. You know, they always look exactly the same in every shot. I always liked the cartoons, like like early Simpsons, like first few seasons where... They never drew them on model. They're always a little off. I think that stuff is so entertaining and more appealing. And I try to make my characters look a little different in every shot, so it's always looking varied, you know. And with flash, it's harder to make things look unique. It's not impossible. You can do it. You can do very impressive stuff with flash. I have nothing against it. Uh, it's just not my medium of, of choice. I think it it
1: when you when you have to break down like the economics of getting an animation done. I think things like like you mentioned, like Bob's Burgers or whatever, it's like, yeah, that it's stilted maybe in a sense, but it also probably makes it a lot cheaper to produce, faster to produce and more consistent so that if people come to expect something from that show, they can expect it like every time. I think that like, especially with internet, online content, I, th- I think that's the huge difference between producing for, like, a full show that's going to end up on, a, on TV or something, versus someone just making cartoons for the internet, which shouldn't be downplayed, but I think that's one of the big differences, is that when a studio is in charge of it, they have to make sure that, like, it's going to do well enough to support the studio, right? Yeah. And, and that's where I think you lose a lot of that personal touch that I think you appreciate so much as an independent animator, right? Is that you know, that like that early Simpsons before that they made their money and had a huge studio, the, the little, uh, I don't know what I'm looking for, but it being kind of unique looking or whatever.
0: It's, um, you know, it's, uh, it was class key Chupo, by the way, that did the first few years of Simpsons animations. That was the studio that did it. And they're the same studio that did Rugrats and Ariel Monsters and stuff, so they're kind of known for having a weirder look. Yeah. But um, the only reason they stopped working with them is because they had, like, a dispute about, like, money or how things would arrange or something. So they went to another animation studio that... Very good. They're very good. But the thing about The Simpsons is, um, for example, how they direct the animation to be done is to have the characters always on model and always proper. And in fact, the very first episode of The Simpsons um that was made if you find the original rough pilot online the animation is so squash and stretch it's very cartoony it's very appealing and it's very good in my opinion sometimes the characters can go a little off model to like too far but i think it's very good but whenever the creators talk about that original pilot they say oh it's awful it's terrible it's disgusting it's the worst thing you'll ever see and so people started to think oh wow i guess that looks bad when i don't think it looks bad it just doesn't look like what they wanted Yeah. Does that make sense? I
1: I think, yeah, it wasn't meeting. It's interesting. They wanted wanted
0: uh, it to look very stiff and very realistic. They wanted the Simpsons characters to move kind of like humans really move. Right. Well, the original pilot moved around like uh, Looney Tunes characters would squash and stretch and jump around. And it's very impressive and very good. It's just not what they were looking for.
1: I wonder if that's because that's what they were looking for at the time. Because I I wonder what they would have thought. Because you can only ask them now, in hindsight. But at the time, if you could ask them at the time, were they actually dissatisfied with the animation or were they quite satisfied with it and only uh, only became dissatisfied with it once their uh, smoother, stiffer animation became the successful one, right? The successful version. Yeah. So they became partial to that because that's what blew up. You know They've said
0: many times in interviews that when they first watched it and got the whole group together, they all were like stunned with how quote unquote bad it looked. So I think even at the very beginning, they didn't like it because that episode, it was reshot. It was redone. A lot of the original work was thrown away. So they, they definitely weren't happy with it at the okay. time. Um But again, I think it looks pretty appealing. It's just not what they wanted. There's a scene where Marge and Homer are dancing and they're dancing beautifully in very smooth animation. And they said, no, no, no. They need to look stiff, like they haven't danced in twenty years, because they haven't. They're an old married couple just going out again for the you know been years, and that makes sense. But again, a lot of people took that to mean, oh, the original animation looked bad. It looked bad. It looked very impressive. They just weren't moving like they wanted them like, to move.
1: Well, yeah, because that's that's you know uh, direct. That's just direction for the for the scene. Yeah, they weren't supposed yeah. to have. They're not supposed to be professional dancers, so they're not supposed to look like professional dancers or whatever. I think that's yeah, yeah more a question or a statement on on the scene direction than it is the actual animation itself.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't know. I like I like it when it's more cartoony and stretchy and, and off model. I think the worst the show a show can be is if it's too on model. There are very few shows where I'm okay with them being on model. I think King of the Hill is one of them because I mean they practically just look like humans, you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it depends on what level of realism you want from your show, as well as, like, what degree of familiarity. Like, King of the Hill is a a show that is supposed to feel, like, one, down to Earth on some level, but also, like, familiar. It's not supposed to exist in... Like, you know, like, if you're talking about The Simpsons, Springfield is a made-up city. It's a made-up Springfield out in made-up United States, right? It's a very, like, not real place. Yeah.
0: Nobody knows where Springfield is. King but, of uh, the King Hill, Hill is in Texas. You is know? In I mean, te-
1: and it's supposed to feel very much like Texas.
0: Yeah, exactly. So. Sorry, I had to I had to move something. I was going to make a lot of noise, so I just needed it
1: for a second. Oh, you're fine. But that's... Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. Mm, yes. Mm, indeed.
0: Mm, quite. Quite. Yes. Quite. <laughs> yes. Mm, quite. Oh, mm, King of the hill. Mm, yes. 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 Mm. I like. I'm. I'm quite fond of the episode where Bobby keeps <laughs> kicking people in the crotch. Yes.
1: <laughs> and shouting, "That's that's not my purse!" Or no, what? <laughs> I don't know. You. I don't know you. That's my purse. That is an early
0: one. That is an early episode. That's. Uh, season 6, episode 1, I think. That's not season 6, surely. Yeah, it is! No. I swear. I've been rewatching the show lately, so it's fresh right. in my
1: mind. Fine, yeah. you win this one, <laughs> pinata time. My-
0: <laughs> I win them all. My favorite, my favorite Hank Hill line, because I say this and then people go, he didn't actually say that. And I'm like, yeah, he did. My favorite Hank Hill line is, my God, are you still talking?
1: <laughs> you know what, I... I feel like I know I've heard him say that.
0: <laughs> yeah. he. W- it was the smoking episode where they all were uh, addicted to smoking. Okay. But that one makes me laugh so hard. because my, my. It's so funny because, again, whenever I say it, people are like, well, he didn't actually say that, right? You're so, making that up. I'm like, no. Oh, he said it. He said a lot of yeah. things. He that really show, did. That show did run for a while. It was like 13 seasons. I, this is so funny. People are going to hate this. The reason it got canceled. Do you hear why it got canceled? No. Because Fox... Uh, I'm assuming money reasons per se, but they wanted to produce a new show called uh, called the Cleveland Show.
1: <laughs> Wait, is that is that is the Cleveland Show what canned yes, King of the Hill? More or less. I yep, don't think decided. I knew. I don't think I knew that. I remember the I, I remember the Cleveland Show happening, but I mean, you know, Seth MacFarlane, Family Guy was huge. We already I
0: had like two other shows. I mean, Cleveland <laughs> Show was in my. I I didn't like it. I I, I truth be told, I've seen like three episodes, and I actually thought they were kind of funny, but... It could I be mean, funny. It, it really could know, be. It doesn't, doesn't mean it should have gotten King of the Hill canceled. It, it
1: just didn't do anything, in my opinion, didn't do anything that you couldn't get out of basically Family Guy. Yeah. And I was fun. already... At the, by, by the time Cleveland Show was coming out, I was getting pretty tired of Family Guy, so I guess that's probably I like, why I didn't like Cleveland Show.
0: <laughs> I liked the first three seasons of Family Guy, and everything else ranges from okay to awful in my book.
1: Yeah, like, I, I'm not... I don't know, it's, something about it, the just the vibe of
0: that show went in a different well, what direction. Was, this is my guess, right? I've thought about this because I have that kind of time on my hands. Um, <laughs> Why not? What I think happened was the first three seasons of Family Guy, the show wasn't successful. They canned it after three seasons. And when a show isn't successful, the network is scared to let the creatives do what they want because they're afraid that something scandalous could come out of it and they could get into trouble. But if a show is popular they let them do whatever because, oh, if some controversy comes up, who cares? It's a popular show. Yeah. Um. So when the show came back, they probably said, do anything you want. Do whatever you want. You can be as edgy as you want. You can make whatever jokes you want. And I think that actually hurt them in the long run because it kept them from being as creative. Because why well, come up with a clever joke when we could just show, uh, you know, a naked person,
1: ha, 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 you know? Right. Yeah, you're just so going think, for the cheap laughs instead of having to I actually think, work um,
0: for it. Getting free reign actually hurt them so i think the first three seasons they had to be more creative to sneak around uh cruder jokes you know
1: yeah maybe maybe that plays well, a part that's my that's it. my take at least I could don't. be the the yeah the fact that they were just allowed to run wild with whatever they want meant that they yeah. didn't really have to work as hard i guess maybe i don't know i can't speak to it but maybe
0: it's yeah, it's I mean, it's a tough thing. To, it could just be that the show ended and came back. You know, sometimes people move on or their tastes change and things are different after. I mean, you look at a show like even like The Office, you know, creative people moved on, Uh, literal people in the show moved on. Things are just going to change in the style of a show, especially when a show runs a while. Yeah, exactly. And that's natural. And that's not even necessarily bad. But there's going to be peaks and hills and valleys and stuff, you know.
1: Absolutely. I know. Uh, just glancing at just to uh, bring everybody back, this listening, Just a glance at penata Times YouTube yeah, channel. Links sorry, below. I,
0: I've been going on about other things. No, I'm that's sorry.
1: no, no. Don't apologize. Shut up. Don't, don't you dare apologize. <laughs> oh. Take that back. No, I was just gonna say. Okay. Spe- speaking of things changing over time, I know I've I've perused your channel even on YouTube, and uh, you've been doing this for a couple of years now, uploading about videos and just looking at the just look at the thumbnails. One
0: year what consistently for a year consistently I for a year before then but i recently april 4th was my no april 7th was the one year anniversary of space station arbitrary so it's been a year of that
1: and i think that's uh great i was just looking at all the thumbnails from all the old stuff and it's like clearly um yeah I, I feel exactly. like your taste and style have changed
0: for sure and, and- I once think- you once you draw a character enough, they evolve into the best version of them they can. Is what I usually say. So if you look at some of the older animations, the characters, even I, I look at them, I'm just like, oh, they look so ugly. What the? What was I thinking? Um, you were thinking you were doing your best
1: you could at the time.
0: You never, you'll never be good at drawing a character unless you draw them a bunch. So right. I had to draw these characters so many times that eventually I came up with what I thought looked better. You know, and I'm sure they'll continue to evolve just naturally.
1: For sure. And I, I look forward to seeing if you keep up with like the space station arbitrary for, say, another year.
0: I plan to keep going as long. I want to keep doing it till I don't want to. Right. You know what I mean? And you know, that's, but I only, that's fair. There's two there's two halves of me. Right. My, my two thoughts of space station arbitrary is I'd like to keep doing it for as long as I want. But it's also not the thing I want to be doing 20 years from now. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. You I know? think that checks out. It's hard to. Sometimes people keep going long after they don't want to, and sometimes people keep going long after they shouldn't keep going. <laughs> it's hard to tell when to stop. So I, I, I'm gonna try to decide when. But I think it's only been a year. I think it's still a brand new baby. It's ahead. It has more wings to go. It has more places to go. I'm
1: glad to hear that because I, uh, I've, I, I found out today that apparently I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't subscribed to the channel. I thought I did that the other day. Uh, so, oh, oh no! So I'm I am just to make it official. I am officially subscribed. So I look forward to seeing your your future progress as you continue to develop the show and your art and all that awesome stuff. We're here at the end of the podcast. I'm afraid we've been going about an hour. Oh no! I we know. Just started. Oh yeah, we just started. We got seven more hours to go. It's an all day (laughs) event. No, is that
0: true? Is there anything else you wanted to ask me? Since I kept talking, I felt like I took over the show.
1: This is exactly what I was hoping for: was you to take over the show and talk about anything at all that you wanted to talk about. Basically, that's
0: great because I sure do like talking about random stuff that doesn't matter. This is (laughs) this.
1: Have you have you listened to my podcast? (laughs)
0: i have i've listened to quite a, this is quite a
1: bit yeah this is what i do we just talk about <laughs> stuff that doesn't matter for half an hour or longer it's, it's great man so i love it i've been if here is anything
0: else you had I'll, I'll go ahead and let you ask i didn't know uh
1: let me think about it for a sec hmm anything else i can ask you yeah, I've got. I, I you Not know. What? Put me on the spot if you don't have anything, you don't have. I, to. I just I've got like little stuff, but maybe we'll just save that for like the next time I have you on a guest. I'd as love guest to here. do it again.
0: This is really fun. Maybe I'll
1: write some more stuff down because I've got all the usual stuff. This will be a teaser for people listening, maybe. So for the next time, I've got all the usual stuff, like how did you make your star? What stuff do what you up? use? All you know, all what the up? typical stuff, right? Yeah. But we'll I mean, jump into I, that another time. I think you know
0: no worries man no worries do you do you edit this or do you just leave this whole thing going um like do you put this whole thing out
1: i've done some editing before but it's very light it's very light That's editing funny, yeah. it's i just put some stuff so this whole thing's gonna come out uh basically basically as is That's very great, light man. stuff yeah so. i love it
0: i mean well this was great yeah. thanks again for letting me on Thank- the show i really appreciated being able to talk about Stuff i like. Yeah, um, and thank <laughs>
1: thank you for being here. Of course, uh, just a reminder to everyone listening that I've been with Pinata Time here on the Hasty Podcast. You can check them out on YouTube. Look up Pinata Time. Uh, you also have a Twitter for anyone that wants to tweet at you at Pinata Time
0: Tunes. You, you know it all. I don't even need to say anything. That's right.
1: <laughs> well, those are the two things I know for sure. I know you've got your YouTube. Yeah. I know you've got your Twitter. Is there anything else that you
0: want me to shout out for you? I mean, I'm on new grounds. If anybody is hip to that lingo, That's it's right. just Pinata Time. You can find me there. I think that's about it.
1: Cool. I, I'm gonna try to look look it up right now. Pinata time. Oh new no, grounds. pinata <laughs> time. Oh, oh. I think. I, oh, it comes right up too. Just all one word. Pinata time. Yep. There, there it is. Go. One word on new grounds. <laughs> pinata time. You start putting in this in the search bar. There it is. You got it. So we got there new you grounds. Go. Got YouTube. You got Twitter.
0: I'm pretty. If anybody needs an episode to start with or not start with, but uh. Uh, my most recent hey, episode, hey, Ralph hey, versus t-shirt. the volcano. I think it has some rough parts or whatever in editing, I guess. But uh, it's the newest episode, and I think it's one of the best episodes. So that's that's one to go to, I guess.
1: Go to that one. Check it if, out. If I were to shout out one,
0: you know, just to.
1: And then if you're feeling really spicy, Pinata Time has a Teespring. You can go buy a Space Station Arbitrary that's T-shirt.
0: True. Yep. I'll go ahead, I'll let you in on a little secret Assuming my uh, Statistics on the website are accurate I don't believe anyone has bought any Which is fine, but it makes me laugh
1: I mean, no, that's fair, don't worry I have a store uh, too, well, no one that's uses not, again, it, it's fine <laughs>
0: I'm not saying that to, uh, to Say like, buy my stuff I was just saying that because I think it's funny it Makes me laugh No,
1: I get it, I'm I'm, I'm there with you, I feel that
0: <laughs> I bought the t-shirt, I bought the mug I have it sitting on my shelf <laughs>
1: i don't i don't buy my own stuff so you don't
0: i totally do i bought a couple i've got a couple egotistic monster like that i have what i have is i have a little shelf dedicated to uh i i call little accomplishments which is to say the mug i got a letter for winning uh award for one of my shorts uh stuff like that i just put my little things there i don't know
1: (laughs) you should be able to rep yourself
0: proud of of that just
1: gloating about myself
0: you're like okay time to stop the podcast i'm like well i've also done this and i've accomplished this listen
1: i'm i'm i i don't know where exactly in the world you are i'm from the midwest here in the united states we have long goodbyes
0: (laughs) yeah that's so true man we just keep it going
1: i could be here trying to say goodbye for the next hour and that would just be normal
0: that's great, man. I also bought the t-shirt, but I actually bought it in like a size too big. So it's like giant on me. So I just sleep in it sometimes, but it's so big.
1: Yeah. It
0: makes me laugh. It's
1: like, this is now my pajama shirt. Or if you start <laughs> streaming again in the future for God knows why, and you're like, you can just like have the shirt.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like Alex not... has your shirt. Alex has one of your shirts. He does. I don't know which one. Yeah. Alex said, "I think Alex said he would listen to this. So if he actually is listening to this, He's hi, listening Alex to
1: this. Duquette, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, like Alex. You. For anyone that's uh, everyone, for I say I, I keep saying for anyone that's listening. If you're those of you that are listening, <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> Alex, who was a guest uh, several weeks ago. Alex Duquette. Nice. That's right. I say if you're listening, it's like if anyone's listening, they're hearing it now.
0: Please <laughs> just listen.
1: Please make it this far. Anyway with that i really do need to cut this podcast here totally so understand. that has been a hasty podcast like i said we were with pinata time uh as a special guest hope to have him on once again in the future if you enjoyed this it was podcast, really
0: fun yeah
1: it was really fun no in- interrupt <laughs> me anytime
0: please really wrap me on i'd love to be on again that's all i'll say i'll shut up now. thank <laughs> you so much no
1: interrupt me in or anytime I-, I shut up real quick but that—that's for the podcast. If you're listening to this on a, an audio thing, give it a follow on the Spotify's and such. If you're watching this on your YouTube, give it a subscribe. Uh, do all the things. If you want to support the show for free, share it with your friends and family. Let people know we exist. If you would like to support the show financially, you can do so on Patreon.com forward slash Weston Hasty, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show and help the help uh, uh, support an independent. Creator of, of sorts. We do have a new uh, weekly show on Patreon for patrons only that is an extension of this podcast. On Wednesdays, we release an extra 10 minute bonus episode of the podcast every week. So you can check that out by going to patreon.com forward slash weston Hasty. Thank all of you so much for listening. Thank you for joining me, pinata time.
0: Absolutely. Thanks again for having me. I'd love to do it again.
1: This was a blast. And until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, wash your hands. I'm out here. Bye. Bye,
0: partners. Bye, partners.